0: Hi, I'm Deepak and you're listening to The Meaning Quotient, a place where we celebrate human potential through personal stories, talks and conversations on meaning. Today, we are featuring our conversation with Kasha Kopanska on the topic of mindful nourishment. Kasha holds a PhD in nutrition from University of Cambridge and works at Zurich University of Applied Science. Kasha is also a teacher of mindful eating, based on Mindful Eating Conscious Living program. And you have a background in nutrition, mm-hmm. so why move from nutrition to mindful eating?
1: Mm.
0: Why, why you do all these things? What
1: happened? All of a All of Well, it is complementary, of course. Um, So, I I was, uh, as a child, I was growing up on the farms, I was always very close to the food. I understood what it means to eat meat, uh, where does the potatoes come from, etc. But my mom was a pharmacist and uh, as a pharmacist, a part of the medical uh, sciences, um, I learned also this approach to the body, that body is is, is a kind of a machine. And this is what uh, modern uh, medicine tells us. It's some sort of a machine that either works or doesn't work. If it doesn't work, uh, we have to fix it, we have to give it something. Uh, And nutrition sciences uh, basically is uh, looking at uh, what we are getting out of the food, what types of uh, uh, molecules, and what does it do to our bodies. And that's really uh, this uh, kind of um, approach of, okay, body is a machine. We put an an oil into the machine or a a petrol, and either it's good for the machine or it's not good for the machine. Uh, And of course, it was really amazing just to study all of this and to really understand okay this works this doesn't work um, how can we enrich the food also in a way that it serves us um, how can we use the, the food uh, as a medicine but um, something was missing also there and um, this is where I, I discovered that there's this whole other world that is not just machine and not just this material material something that we can touch because we not just have body we also have our mind and we also have um, our emotions you know there's much more there um, and this is where we go to nourishment uh, so nourishment say it's a, it's, i would say that it's a broader um, concept and. Um, Nourishment means uh, to to use something in order to develop, uh, and it can be anything. It can be our body, which is basically nutrition. We give it food and then it develops, it grows, um, etc. But it can be also development of emotions. We can nourish ourselves with something that has a good effect on our emotions. Uh, It can be something cognitive. Um, And then, then you have a whole picture. You have not just just a, a concept of the food as this uh, molecules that you put in, into this machine to make it work, uh, but you understand that actually food is something that we use to um, to soothe our, ourselves emotionally, chocolate or chips. I mean, everyone knows about it. Uh, it's something that affects our body um, in combination with our mind. So. Um, I always had problems with my stomach, because I always had problems with anxiety. And in, depending on what type of food I would eat, either it would be better or, you know. Um, so it's a broader, definitely. Nourishment has much more broader context and broader context in terms of food. that it's not just something that serves our body, but also something that serves much more than that.
0: And as I see, when you were talking, that. And i just put a word and see whether you resonate with it, it's like developing a relationship with the food, mm. so,
1: do you see yeah. that way or...? Yeah, this is, it is developing our personal relationship to food, because nutrition again, well, and science in general, um, it gives us the recipes, right? It tells us, okay, you have to drink five liters of water every day, you have to eat vegetables five times, it gives you these recipes that are completely externalized. It's, you don't. You, you stop. I mean, we just stop listening to ourselves. Uh, as opposed to nourishment, we, where we are starting, we are the start. We are the ones that are sitting down and thinking, okay, what do I need now? Do I need the water, or am I hungry? Do I need the proteins? Why do I eat this chocolate? Because I'm hungry, or because I'm stressed? So yeah.
0: It can be too much of thinking just the the food. And Exactly.
1: Yeah. So we start really um, with mindful eating and, and this, with this nourishment. And we are starting with ourselves. We first think about what we need, and of course, nutrition is amazing. I mean, it does help a lot, right? Obviously, we know much more than uh, than we before years ago, but it, it's not enough. It's not enough.
0: And You think it's not enough, but it's complementary. It just
1: it is complementary, absolutely. It's just that um, I would say. We are just used to taking things uh, for granted, so we, we just take the, it's not only food, but a lot of other things that we just, okay, scientists said this is good, my doctor said this is good, but everyone, that is not average, there's not such thing as average water intake. It depends on our weight, it depends on our uh, gender, on our age, on our activity, so we have to know how to observe ourselves. Uh, to to take this information and to apply it to myself.
0: So if if I come to you like you're a nutritionist, as a nutritionist, if I come to you and ask you to make me a nutrition plan, Mm. would you do that for me or or what would you tell me?
1: Uh, I think first of all it's very important to understand uh, people's personal uh, stories. Mm. Uh, So then I would probably ask you very personal questions like how did you eat when you were a child? Well, first I would ask you about your problem. <laughs> you would say, "Okay, I have belly pains, and uh, I don't know, I'm I'm overweight." That's what I think. <laughs> and then I would ask, "Okay, uh, what what is your lifestyle? What was your childhood? What, how did you grow up with uh, with food?" Mm. Um, and of course, yes, if I see someone is eating no vegetables at home, right? You need to mm-hmm. uh, you need to introduce the vegetables. I mean, it's, no, <laughs> you know, the vegetables are good. Um, but it, it's a kind of a whole person. whole person and the whole wholeness of, of not just the bodily um, symptoms, but also uh, thoughts and emotions, and the history as well.
0: So you, for you it's uh, the entire person, their stories, the everything exactly, is Exactly,
1: yeah, everything is important, you know things like um, again this becomes more and more uh, now uh, fashionable let's say or, or interesting for people and uh, the microbiota the, micro- the bacteria that we have in our body um we know okay, okay if we take antibiotics then probably we have to take these pills but it's much more than that i mean microbiome is affecting our emotions for example so we have to think about this as well you know um it's 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 complex mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And so you're looking for the person, but you're also looking for the food, mm. which is like the relationship between a person and food, mm. where the food is coming from, where it has been grown. Mm. what's that? yeah That is also important or...?
1: It is important, um, but I, I, I like to think about this a little bit as a, a, a next level. Mm. So first of all, uh, when we're at this level of survival, or so survival, where, um, okay, we might have some pains, we might have just something that doesn't work and doesn't allow us to live normally. We're not going to care about um, where the food comes from. And you can observe that also in developing countries that they not necessarily think about, okay, uh, should I uh, buy like this BIO, uh, whatever, something, because they are hungry, they just want to eat. Um, but ultimately, I mean, you would like to think about also who is involved in in making your food. Um, and it's really beautiful because um, we have this, this this kind of separation right now, where we a lot of people a lot of people feel very very alone. And food eating food is the easiest way to connect to others, uh, not only to people but also to to plants, to animals. Just to think about um, how much how many people how many beings are involved into bringing our lunch. It's amazing. It's hundreds of people. So you're really not, not alone. And you, you know, the, the, all these people are putting their effort and energy and, and love of, of passion, uh, into what you're eating. Um, so it's, 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 um, yeah, it's, it's, it's again important. Yes, exactly. And there's also like,
0: in, in, oh, I grew up as a Hindu and there's a Christian ritual where people pray for the food. Yeah. So, do you think these rituals also help us in connecting to the source or?
1: Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, uh, well, in, in in some countries, so I'm Polish. We, we are Catholics, and this is also common that you would um, you would pray before uh, eating, or you would also use food, um, uh, like breaking bread, uh, mm-hmm. to share. And um, nowadays, we don't like to be so religious. Uh, we don't like maybe so much the rituals, but um, just thinking about um, yeah the people that were involved in our meal just for five seconds before it's a part of spirituality, and the spiritual, spirituality is basically helping us to, to grow, but to connect a lot. And um, it doesn't have to be religious, but it's just something where we see okay, there's much more than, than just a sandwich with whatever ham. Mm. Mm. And
0: how does your relationship have changed from growing up in that Polish environment and then studying the nutrition and now coming to that mindful mm-hmm. nourishment? It's
1: a so circle, cool. it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle, kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think it's changed a lot at the moment from being uh, like super scientific and believing in all the papers and publications and what the doctors uh, you know saying the what I read uh, into uh, me really um, thinking about you know what is it was it what is it doing to me or what is it doing to others um in, in, in comparison to uh, to my childhood to the to the live life on the farm I mean it gave me a lot um, by just seeing how the things grow. But it was a very traditional farming, so it wasn't um, a, a, a farming where you would think of cows or chickens as, as something that has emotions and feelings. No, this is the cow, the cows giving milk, the cow is, cows serving as a, as a meat. You know, mm-hmm. we don't talk with it or so mm-hmm. on. And it, of course it changed because, it, I, I think about it as well, It is a, it is a living being that has their internal life maybe not so complex, uh, as complex as us. Um, but yeah, what does it mean? What does it mean if I eat meat every day, for example? Or what does it mean if I eat uh, avocados from uh, whatever somewhere, as opposed to I don't know, what, potato from Switzerland as well? So it's it's. Um and it, it it's when I think about it now and as I talk about it, it's like okay, it's very complex. Uh and you, you yeah, you can imagine oh my god, I have to think about all these things, but it becomes a habit. It's not something that I do it's like uh, unconscious consciousness. Hmm. So you just do it a little bit by, by default already. Um just by, by practicing, by by doing this step by step, small steps. Um yeah, I had also my journey with, with my and I have it all the time. Yeah. And
0: so now, how have you changed? Like every time you eat, just look for what is doing to your body? Do you do rituals for it?
1: Um, I do some things that I learn, some, 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 some things that are really integrated into my, uh, my life. Um some of the exercises you will have in the workshop, one of these exercises you will see maybe you would not do it every day, maybe you do it once in a while because it's you need time, you need peace. Uh, and, but little things um, that I integrate into my life is for example, uh, if I have a plate full of food, I now really think about how much of this food I want to eat. Uh, Because in the restaurant, for example, go to the restaurant, we get a portion, and we think, okay, this is all I have to eat, because otherwise we will be wasted. And it was a problem for me because I come from the uh, from not a super wealthy family. It was always like, okay, you have to eat everything from your plate. And now I know it's not not about waste. It's it's a waste if you put something that you don't need, if you put too much food inside your body, uh, it's it's like a rubbish bin a little bit. And what we uh, what we throw out. Of course, we shouldn't waste, it's, it should be as, as, as little waste as possible, but if it's out, it comes back anyway at some point to us, right? It, it will go back to the earth, it will grow again other vegetables or whatever, cow will eat the grass. Um, so it, it changed a lot and I slowed down a lot. I'm, I'm not anymore as fast with eating as I used to be.
0: Really, does it help isn it?
1: It's very relaxing. It's very relaxing just having the break of 15 minutes uh, for my life la- uh, of, of, of uh, let's say 20 minutes instead of uh, 10 minutes for lunch and really taking time out of your desk just to, to be with this food, it's, it, it, it's relaxing. It's really relaxing. when you tell to yourself, okay, that's the time for me and with me, me and my food. Um, I take lunch often by myself also because it's exhausting if you are all the time with people and you talk no stop. Um, it, it's exhausting and this break with you and your food, it, it also helps to a little bit mm-hmm. calm down and go back to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and actually what I'm seeing is the changes happening in the world might not be to the level you'd like to see. Uh, a lot of time, people, like, I study supply chain uh-huh. and When I studied supply chain, we were looking only to the distribution part of it. But now we are looking into like recycling part of it. Right. So we are looking and in in the coming, we are also looking at where the food is coming from. Mm. You know, and now it's coming, it's going into our body and then what is happening. So we are getting more connected in in, in this chain of even uh, becoming more conscious of, of what is happening. I'm just thinking it's what do you think in, 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 in the form of nutrition in your industry? Are the things changing, like
1: in the food industry? Yeah, um, yeah, food industry is a very interesting, um, it's an interesting industry, <laughs> so to speak. Um, from one side, I, I truly believe there is a lot of uh, companies, and um, especially the young generation companies that want to really give us good food, good quality food, uh, something nutritious, something, like that, something that is sustainable. Uh, on the other side we have still these giants like uh, Nestle, not criticizing any, anything, but it, there it is really about profit still. So it's about mass production and uh, giving people the food that they will um, almost get a little bit addicted to. Um, and it's, it's about fashion as well and, and i want to laugh because um, each morning when i go to work there's a pub i live on, uh, next to the Maggi pub and they have a, a, always a truck that comes there and there's a big poster with some kind of the yogurt drink which says 200 uh, percent proteins yeah. because the proteins are now like a big hype everyone eats just protein because proteins are good and it helps you to lose weight yeah. and la. Um, 10 years ago, it was fat. Everything was 0% fat. No, there was no fat, nothing. So, of course, the food industry is picking up on, um, on these fashionable things, right? Now there will be pro- probiotics. So, US is already uh, investing very, um, very strongly into uh, probiotic bacteria that will uh, go be sold in, in the forms of different drinks and smoothies and I don't know what uh, bars and so on. Um, what I see is that definitely the choices of the people are changing, and this will then change the industry. Uh, it changed me because I will go now to COP and buy Natura meat if I need to eat meat. Um, I don't eat a lot of meat, but if it's necessary, I, I, I feel I need it. I'll go and buy Natura, and uh, I will not buy something that comes from Poland. It <laughs> has been like a of antibiotics. <laughs> No, nothing, nothing bad about Polish meat, but. Um, and I think this will drive then the industry really to, uh, to go in this direction. The consumers that are not now just given something and, they, you know, eat and they believe blindly, but they have internet, they have talks like this, you know, they, they, people know you all know much more than we have known five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. So um, I think it's going in a really good direction. Into more you know, sustainable, also smaller production, um, buying less. I mean, you know, this buy one uh, whatever, uh, you know, get one buy one get one free or whatever. Do I really need two big packages of uh, I don't know something mm. if I don't really eat this? You know. Um, yeah, mm. it's it's really. Really cool. And Switzerland is amazing for that. There's a huge, uh, also a huge um, community of, of young entrepreneurs called Food Hack. If you're interested, you can uh, check it out. They have community meetings uh, where these uh, companies are coming and talking about what they do. And it's amazing. It's really amazing. A hmm. oh, lot about waste, also food waste, how to reduce food waste. Hmm.
0: Well, thank you. And actually, I'm just coming back to the point of how we can develop this consciousness. To make those decisions mm-hmm. ourselves and then drive the industry. Yeah. And you said that it's all started with us. Do you have any practices which mm-hmm. we should be doing to develop that?
1: I do, and uh, after the break I will show you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, sure. and and. Uh, there are things, and there, I think a lot of things already we know. And The, the things that I'm teaching is often something that people just do in everyday life, they just don't realize, oh, I'm doing it. You know, things like slowing down. Everyone is trying sometimes to slow down what they food. We are conscious that we eat so uh, too, too fast, for example. Uh, but it's also about not being too critical of ourselves and not saying, okay, from now on, I'm going to be always mindful eating and never eating uh, chocolate when I'm uh, sad and uh, stressed. Uh, It's also about this um, flexibility. Like, okay, if I want a big piece of cake, yeah, once in a while, you know, when you really feel like you need it. Um, So it's about being being really, um, really taking it, you know, step by step, slowly, and really with love for yourself.
0: Yes, please. So you mentioned the tendency in the food industry to have fats after fats after fats. And so we we don't know what's going to be the next path, but did you see a pattern in all the paths that have emerged that could help us to spot that the next thing out is just a path or it's really something new in the science or in the philosophy that is emerging that is probably more, uh, more secure and that, that is really helpful? Not something that they are going to change their mind in the mm.
1: Um I think that the good advice is always <laughs> regarding to, to put that take for myself that I heard some uh, uh, from, my, from one of my teachers is Uh, Eat the least processed food you can get, and then you'll be safe. Because with fat, for example, okay, they realized, uh, they they decided, or whatever the science, it starts with science always, right? Someone writes the paper, fat is bad, and everything everything is uh, 0%, fat, and what did they do? Because the, the yogurt that is 0%, it's just, I don't like it. So they put lots, tons of sugar, then it was sugar, sugar is bad, everything is, so you know, no sugar. Um, and, and it's all processing because it's like taking something away from the natural food and putting something in So I think this is this is a good thing a good uh, way to, to start with um, and, and just you know if you suddenly see everywhere this protein uh, like these proteins now protein balls protein uh, pasta protein whatever you know again, do I really need so much protein? Who needs so much protein? You know, Pro- like, If you are working out and you're like a bodybuilder or something, maybe not so much, but we-, we have enough protein in fact. It's always this, uh, for the vegetarians, it's the first thing that they will ask you like <gasps> No proteins! <laughs> but you eat tons of proteins, all the beans, you know, it- it's full full of proteins as well. You don't yet ne- necessarily have to eat uh, meat, so... This process, and if something is just over the top everywhere, that's something to stop. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh. The you. began. I think we touched a lot about the utilitarian aspects of food and nutrition and nourishment, even even you talked about the emotional responses, mm-hmm. uh, that aspect of it. But I, to me, I think a key thing that we haven't talked about is food is pleasure. Mm. I mean, like, yes. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's. It's the, a part of emotions? Well, I think food is one of the great pleasures of being alive. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, uh, yes, that's that's a big part of um, uh, mindful eating. The way we we eat, you know, what was here in this. Uh, Poem. The guy just lost this grapefruit, and it's such a pleasure for him every morning to peel this grapefruit and then eat it and you know feel it and so on. Um, the other thing that I also heard from my uh, my, my 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 teacher, which almost is never touched, is uh, food next to the sexuality, to the act of sex, is the other um, activity where we put a foreign body into our own. Sex is pleasure, food is pleasure. Uh, serotonin, for example. Not a lot of people know that most of the serotonin is actually made in the gut. Uh, and not in our brain. Serotonin is, is the, the, the pleasure hormone, the hormone that makes us feel good. Um, so, absolutely. And, and I think the food uh, should be also treated as a pleasure, just not being treated as a drug uh, to, 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 uh, to, to overuse it. Um, I mean, children. My, my, my sister has now a little baby, and, this, and she breastfeeds, and she's, this baby is always there. Oh my god, she's eating so much! And she says, No, she just likes to be at my breast. She likes to taste the milk because it makes a cow. It starts so I early, mean, and she's six weeks old. It starts so early, so obviously, the nature has made us <coughs> feel the pleasure out of the food as well. Yeah.
0: Thich has said, Mindful eating means simply eating or drinking while being aware of each bite or sip. The question here is, how do we treat our body, as a machine or as a living organism? If as a living organism, then developing a personal relationship with food is very important. What does my body need? Am I really hungry or eating just out of habit? Who all have been involved in bringing this food to my table? As we answer these questions, which every bite or sip we take, we are nourishing ourselves mindfully.